This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Clear Stub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Hello, 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 everyone. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon. So happy to be here because uh, this is what, uh, you know, a lot of times during my uh, day to day, I go, I would like to know about X. And then like so many of you out there, I don't get around to looking it up or I look it up just enough to read the beginning of an article and make myself panicky. And then I don't read the rest. So it's always good to have our experts from uh, Clear Step Financial and also Health Foundations, Bell Center and Women's Health Clinic to come in and get rid of all of those things. So, of course, joining us this morning from Health Foundations, Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic, my good friend, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. Dr. Amy, it's always good to see you because we get to catch up and because we have kids that are in the same general pod of age so so i feel like we get to shorthand our friendship because i'm like did your 13 year old do and you're like yes and i'm like you can both <laughs> welcome to this 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 uh this journey that we're in and thanks for coming in with all this information so that we can at least go this part of my life I have on set and lock and I don't feel like a lunatic in an asylum about certain things. So thanks for joining us again this morning, Dr. Amy. Absolutely. Hey, it's it's that's what this is all about, right? It's Mm -hmm. actually normalizing, you know, getting information, normalizing, finding support. Right. So that internal talk in our heads (laughs) doesn't take over. (laughs) And all of a sudden we think, oh, my gosh, am I the only one that's having this? Exactly. This is only happening to me. Oh, my gosh. If this is only happening, I must be a horrible mom. I'm a horrible person. I'm not doing enough. I'm doing too much. And then all of this self-talk. And it's true about kids. It's true about what we're going to talk about with perimenopause today. It's true about so much in our lives, right? Those thought distortions are so loud. Like that when they come in, it seems like those things come into your brain with a megaphone. Uh When all of the positives always come in with a whisper. (laughs) Yes, mm-hmm. and less frequent. Right. The positives are much less frequent than that not-so-positive. Yes, <laughs> yes, and those not-so-positives will stick with you for years. Yeah. It is very difficult to get rid of some of those things. Oh, it absolutely is. In fact, I think sometimes as healthcare providers, when someone is sitting across from me and we're having a conversation and I'm asking questions, sometimes I do ask, what dialogue are you having in your head right now? right. Or, you know, when this happens, when you talk about this happening, what are you saying to yourself in your head? Because sometimes what we say in our, our to ourselves manifests into all of these other things. Right. Right. And so and who asks you that? Exactly. No one ever mm-hmm. asks you that mm-hmm. about that internal self-talk. And I think sometimes we're afraid to let people in as a, you know, to peek in on what that even looks like. But Gosh, sometimes I think that would be so helpful if we would share that sometimes. I think we'd get past some of these hurdles in our lives. I, you know, and I look at it when I'm talking to some of my friends about I have arguments on behalf of other people, other entities, (laughs) other organizations in my head. And so you answer for everyone. Uh And that's not reality quite often it's you presenting an answer and then instead of going i'm going to work through this i'm going to seek help i'm going to ask a provider you go i already know the answer when you really don't right you really don't making all of those assumptions exactly and that is just so easy and sometimes actually breaking down that barrier and asking for help that's the hard part 
Absolutely. You know, Hash, and I see this, I do that, you know, of course I do this in my own life, but you know where I've seen, I've recognized that I do this is actually with my kids. Right. Mm -hmm. Now that they're older, you know, sure, they've had these past patterns of, of of the way things turn out. Right, exactly. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But you know what? Um, my kids have gotten older, and I feel like really this last year or two, it has been a journey for me to really just say, you know what? I just can't assume that's where we're going to end up Fair because enough. you're mm-hmm. older. Right. You know, you're older, you're thinking different, you're acting different, you're making different choices. I can see you trying to do better, but sometimes I still assume that we're going to end. Exactly. The mm-hmm. same way. And right. gosh, as a parent, that's a really tough lesson to learn. Right. Because you think you know. Yeah. And going, well, this, you know, it, I do the same thing where I'm going, okay, this may be a different outcome. How can I set it up differently? How I don't want to just go, well, I'm not doing that because I know that. I know that. Yes. I know yep. that. I know that. And that loop that you end up yeah. in of, I know that. It's difficult regardless of where you are. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So really, I guess, you know, and it's so true, even what we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be talking about perimenopause today. I've gotten lots of questions about this specifically over the last couple of years, um, but really a lot lately. And I don't know if it's spring and people are thinking about things differently or we've all just sat with ourselves longer because of COVID. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But lots of questions about perimenopause and yeah, those assumptions and that self-talk really is 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 a little bit of what we're going to talk about today of how that plays into what you're feeling and doing with perimenopause. Well, one of the things that got me very interested when I saw that this was coming up on the schedule is that, you know, when you're at that in-between age, like that where I am at, when you hit 40 and you haven't hit 50 yet, yes, everything sounds the same. And I, I, I look at it the same as when I was first getting my son's uh, autism spectrum disorder uh, diagnosis when he was three and four, that there's so many things on that list that all sound the same that's how i feel where i'm at with my life right now as far as the world of perimenopause it's a decade-long journey it's it could be this there's so many things that could be part of what i'm experiencing that could be that yes that i just default to it like and i was telling you before we started the show that it's okay i'm not sleeping well is it because i'm going into menopause oh i woke up and i was really hot is it because i'm going in menopause <laughs> or did i just wrap myself too tightly in the blanket sure. or um i'm gaining some weight or my hair seems like it's maybe it's thinning there's all these things that all dump into this bucket yes so can we as we are starting this conversation let's start with the the general diag the the, the definition yeah. of perimenopause. Can we start with that then? Sure. So you're right. Perimenopause can be a short period of time or it can be a very a, a much longer period of time. So what we're seeing is um, women even in their late 30s okay. might start experiencing perimenopause. Um, definitely, generally we see for sure around those early 40s mm-hmm. all the way up through your early to mid 50s. Okay. So you're right. And I think, you know, as women we really look and we are we are a scheduled breed right exactly (laughs) you know that's that's how our lives operate Mm -hmm. and so when things like and i see this in in pregnancy too when we're waiting for a baby right right when when am i when am i going to have this baby i'm due today correct so when is this baby coming right it's kind of the same with perimenopause that it's kind of like okay you're right i'm 40 Mm -hmm. okay is 
this is when it's supposed to start. Right. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, you feel like you just walked up to another starting line and you're just ready. Okay, when's the race and what's the end? And there may not be that. And that's, I think, very difficult yeah. to... And I'm one of those, I, definitely one of those planner type people. So every time I have a, uh, and I'll use air quotes, symptom... Uh-huh. of perimenopause, I go, well, what should I do? Okay, I should start taking this over-the-counter supplement or I should go and add this other thing into my diet or I need to start doing... And I don't even know if that's the case. So sure. how do I... Yeah. Who, what questions do I ask my provider to go, is this really... Am I here? Because I, I was, I'll be honest, I think I told you this a couple of years ago. When I went in to have my, uh, again, personal information, my IUD replaced, and my provider told me, well, this will get you all the way to menopause. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's like I, I, I felt like my, my, I had to clutch my pearls. I was like, Big what gas. do you think? Right. <laughs> Big ass, like what? Right. When you look around the room, are you talking to me? Exactly. Wait, wait was that was that right? Me? I'm like, because you're presuming in five years that I'm just done. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'll be, I'll be like a corn husk blowing in the wind. Is what I felt like, Doctor Amy. So again, how do we know where, where? we are in the journey? So I want to even back up a little bit because I think this is another thing. So all of the things that you have mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, it's a long journey. You know, all of these symptoms. Not a lot of women even know that mm, mm-hmm. is what I'm finding. And so um, because guess what? Just like a lot of other women's health things, we don't talk about it. <laughs> right? Imagine that <laughs> we don't talk about it and mm-hmm. we don't necessarily hear about it from our friends, from our family, our moms, sisters. Right. You know, to see, to know what to experience. Mm-hmm. You know where we learn this from? Where? TV. Which we've already (laughs) said is the worst professor. It is not a good instructor. And kind of like, you know, I know I talked, I know everybody knows at this point that I talk about birth is not like what you see on TV and movies. Right. You know, either is perimenopause and menopause. Okay. You know, um, so what if we looked at it a little differently and it was a time to celebrate? Okay. I would like to reframe it into that. You know, what if they, we had more positive images around it? Mm-hmm. What if the symptoms that we were experiencing through perimenopause, we looked at it as a way that were actually speaking to us to make some lifestyle changes or to do something different? Right. Instead of something that was happening to us. Right. Because it's so cloaked in this mystery and negativity. Like, I remember seeing episodes of things where, like, oh, she's going through the change. And these things. Uh-huh. And it just sounds like, and there was always, like, a gavel drop or something oh, going yeah. on. Like, mm-hmm. menopause crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can I can bet if you were on one of the game shows and <laughs> and the, the idea of menopause came up. You know, like, the is it Family Feud? Yes. And mm-hmm. you have, like, the top, top five responses. <laughs> You, what, what was the number one response for menopause? Hot flashes. Right. Mm-hmm. I bet you that would be hands down because I think that's what everybody associates menopause with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of reframing your thinking. It is understanding that this is another phase. Okay. You know, it's not something that, oh, I just don't get my period one day. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's menopause. And now I'm going to get all of these horrible symptoms. Right. Um. It is a phase. And, you know, for some people, it can be a few years. And for some people, it can be several years. Okay. And then, you know, really talk to your parent 
and see what their experience was like. Okay. Because a lot of times when they started menopause, you can roughly guesstimate that's about the same time you will. Or when they started perimenopause, you know, talk to them about their experience. Was, did they have bigger symptoms? You know, was it fairly manageable? Did they notice it at all? You know, all of those things. Okay. You know, and just like everything else in life, there's all of these varied degrees. And we just happen to hear about all of these big, horrible things about menopause. Right. But there's all these varying degrees of of things that you'll experience. And we're going to talk about not only the hot flashes, but other things that that might be up with perimenopause. Um, So that would be a great place to start. Okay. And to just kind of help, you know, reframe your thinking a little bit and if anything else today, just to understand that, wow, it can start in your late thirties. It can go through your mid fifties, you know, talk to your mom and your sisters, see what they experienced. And then all of these different symptoms, you know, but really taking a look and saying, okay, how can I, how can I go through this process and, and look at it in a more positive way? Well, we are going to give you some more information on how you can go through this process and look at it more positively and also demystify the whole perimenopause conversation, courtesy of our friend, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinics. We'll be right back on the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 107.1. Ah, thank you, Wilson Phillips, for articulating what we're doing. Just trying to hold on. Hold on through the journey that may be perimenopause uh, is what we're talking about today on the Health and Wealth Show uh, with me, Ms. Shannon, and Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. This is a great place to just start the conversation. Excuse me. <clears throat> the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Uh, Dr. Amy, before we went to break, we were talking about a good place to start. Um, is to be able to ask your, you know, if you have older siblings, if you have, you know, be able to ask your mom, hey, when did this start? If we're not in a scenario where we can do that for multiple reasons yeah. or, you know, maybe you're, you know, you're not communicated like that. Maybe, unfortunately, your your uh, your mother may have already passed on, but you still have questions. How do I start the exploration process with myself yeah. or talking to my provider? That's a great question. And you're right. Not everybody um has their mom to talk to or can talk or have these types of conversations. That's very valid. Mm -hmm. I do see that. Um, And, you know, so it's then just paying attention to things that are happening with you. Okay. So when you think about perimenopause, if it's happening and it's starting in our late thirties, early forties, you know, a lot of times in that point in our lives, we're busy with our careers or family or whatever that is. And we're on our trajectory and we might notice that we're having some of these changes, mm-hmm. but they kind of get ignored in the okay. beginning is, is a lot of times kind of what I see. And, um, and it's kind of chalked up to maybe some <laughs> inevitable age related decline. <laughs> Correct. Right. <laughs> I, AKA, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm just old. getting old. Right. <laughs> That I mean, I remember when I first had my, I think I'm just getting old and I never, I, you know, I didn't talk to my provider about it. I just, in my head, I called it yada yada it. I just went, okay, that's just this. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times when we just chalk it up to that, you're like, oh, I'm just getting old. I'm just doing too much. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm stressed, whatever. Right. Put it in that bucket, close the door, move on, keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times some of those things that people are, or women are experiencing are, are really those early stages and they can be, they can be mild at first. And, and oftentimes one of the first things I hear when people come in is they might just say something like, I just don't feel like myself anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 
sometimes you can't even necessarily pinpoint it. Or sometimes these things have been going on. You maybe haven't been paying attention or put, you know, connected the dots. Or they start slowly. And so as they escalate, you're like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. And you're just like, gosh, I just, I just don't feel like myself anymore. So what's going on? Right. And, um, and so that's a lot of times when I might start seeing people or you might, you know, start having these conversations with your friends. Right. You're like, gosh, I just don't feel like myself lately. You know, we did have somebody come in before COVID. Um, her name was Julie Hughes, and she did a workshop at Health Foundations called Powerful Perimenopause. Okay. And um, it was a one-day workshop for anybody anybody who wanted to attend. And the nice thing about the workshop is it, it brought awareness. So it brought awareness, and I even had just these aha moments like, yeah, I just wasn't paying attention to those things or gosh, you're right. I was thinking about it this way and maybe I can think about it a little different, but the number one thing that I walked away appreciating was hearing the experiences of other women. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. like, gosh, I wasn't crazy. I'm not the only one that doesn't feel like myself. Right. Okay. Cause you know, one of the things that, um, that I hear a lot about too. And, and honestly that I think uh, women really are worried about is this idea of um, you don't memory issues. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I see a lot, it's like, Oh my gosh, do I have Alzheimer's? Right. Mm -hmm. Which is not completely valid, especially when we hear all of these things in the news and the research and all of these things. You're like, Oh my gosh, what is going on with me? I just have all of this. I just can't remember. (laughs) I felt like I start to miss little things. Like I had yes. to get very, make a list, put it down, get it out of your brain. Cause you're like, Oh, I thought that was done and it wasn't done. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's nice to hear from others. That's why sometimes it's nice if you can, if you don't have family, that's totally fine. But if you have a friend even that you can talk to or maybe pop on, even if you just don't feel comfortable sharing, you know, there's lots of Facebook groups and podcasts Mm -hmm. that talk about these sorts of things Um, to just know that, wow, what you're experiencing is okay and normal. Right. And you're not going to die. And (laughs) well, right. Because that's where our brain goes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is this isn't good. It's always (laughs) it's all down here from here. That's what you always think. And I I remember and and there's things that I you you drop into a habit where you go because you want a quick fix. So it's like, okay, I need this. Buy this product. Do this. That'll change it. And it's like that's not the case on a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about some of the symptoms that women might be experiencing and I'm going to kind of go through a list and I do want to go through the list and, and it feels me, I won't go through the whole thing, but it's good. I think for people to hear that these are the things that you may experience with perimenopause. So weight gain, Mm -hmm. especially around your middle, Mm -hmm. um, in spite of good exercise and diet. Right. And so if you are, you know, of this age, and you think, oh my gosh, I'm following the, I'm eating really well, I'm exercising every day, and the scale just keeps on creeping up. Very frustrating. It was Very incredibly frustrating. frustrating. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's another mind game. Yes, right. Um, you might not be sleeping as well, mm-hmm. so you might not be able to sleep, or you might have sleep disturbances. So waking up early, waking up and not being able to go back to sleep, not being able to sleep at all. Right. Um, Loss of libido. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just aren't interested anymore. Hot flashes, night sweats. 
Um, you know, everybody thinks about the heavy or infrequent periods. Mm-hmm. Everybody associates periods with menopause, right? You don't right. get a period anymore. You're in menopause. But leading up to that, they can be wonky. Okay. You know, you might have really heavy periods. You might have sporadic periods. Um, you might have something that only lasts a day or two. You mm-hmm. know, so very different. Um, breast tender, tenderness and enlargement because okay. it's a hormonal change, right? Headaches and migraines. You know, maybe all of a sudden you're not able to tolerate alcohol anymore. Okay. You know, I hear this from a lot of women in their 40s. They're like... Yeah, I quit drinking altogether because I even have a, one glass of wine and I'd get a headache. Right. Mm-hmm. So just something to something to think about and know that yeah, it's just part of that perimenopause piece. Mood changes. Right. You might feel more anxious. Mm-hmm. You might be depressed. You might be irritable. I and think it's good to say that irritable. there's that, sw- <laughs> that right, but there's a swatch of of uh, mood changes yes. that you could have. Yeah. You know, and so it's it doesn't have to it manifests differently in everybody. Yes. Okay. Right. Because I think (laughs) a lot of times you think of the menopause memes and you think about this just cranky. Right. Hot flash woman running around. Mm -hmm. Well, you might not. You might be anxious or you might feel a little sad. Mm -hmm. You're right. The dry thinning hair. Mm -hmm. And that in of itself, because a lot of women love their hair. Right. And you've gotten used to it. And you've gotten used to it. And you've gotten <laughs> right. used to it being a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, dry skin. You might notice that your skin has lost its elasticity a little bit. Um, and then anything else. So, you know, anything where we see more of an estrogen dominance or worse okay. than estrogen. So things like uterine fibroids, fibrocystic breasts, ovarian cysts, endometriosis. All of those things to be thinking about. All right. Well, I'm so engrossed with this conversation. Our break snuck up on us. So we are going to go more into the conversation of what's going on with you if you are in the midst of perimenopause. Courtesy of our friend, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. We'll be right back on the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 107.1 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinics. Reminding you, you can always contact Contact Health Foundations if you have any general women's health questions or if you are starting the journey, uh, if you're on your pregnancy journey, whether it's your first, your second, your fifth, you can always contact Health Foundations. A good way to start is going to their website, healthfoundations.com. And um, just reminding everybody, Dr. Amy, that one of the things that you guys do a great job over there is helping ask the right questions. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you've listened to this show for any measurable period of time, you know I'm all about... Asking the right question or knowing the right question to ask. Exactly. To get the information that you need. Because I really feel like in healthcare as a patient, that's that's so important um, in today's day and age. Right. So make sure you give them a shout. It's healthfoundations.com. You can also always get the links on our website, mytalk1071.com. Keyword, health and wealth. Today we've been talking about perimenopause, um, which we started with the definition of saying you could be in this journey if you're in your late 30s or maybe you're just starting when you hit your 50s. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and we were just going through a little bit about kind of the laundry list of symptoms that you might experience. Right. Um, And knowing, you know, about 20% of women will be very symptomatic. Okay. So not everybody, um, but generally you will experience some form of this on some scale. Okay. Now, when you say very symptomatic, does that mean waking up multiple nights uh, of the week uh, with night sweats or having a combination of all of these 
um, symptoms that you mentioned before we went to break? All of the above. Okay. You know, maybe you have got these very intense hot flashes Mm -hmm. um, and sleep disturbances and weight gain. Right. But for you, it's very disruptive for your Mm -hmm. day to day in your life. And Mm -hmm. so, um, so we, we, you know, it's nice to know what these things can be. Right. And um, it's nice to even know what they can be so you can pay a little bit of attention. And so if they get to be more worrisome, if they get to be more overwhelming, right. I mean, if, if these things aren't bothering you and you're doing just fine, then just keep going on, just Fair go enough. on your way, mm-hmm. right? It's not something that you need to worry about. But if you're dis- your sleep is disrupted to the point that you're like, I can't function during the day or it's snowballing into the I already was feeling irritable or not myself and now I'm not sleeping. It's compounding the issues. Right. Okay. Because you're right. There's things then that you start experiencing and, and I am going to pinhole sleep because okay. sleep is so so important. Right. That if you're not sleeping, then your cortisol goes up. Mm-hmm. You start gaining weight. And the irritability starts because you're tired. Right. And, you know, you're right. All of these things start snowballing. Mm -hmm. And then you really do have a problem. Right. (laughs) You know, then then it's like, wow. Then that just everything just kind of exploded. Yeah. And if anybody ever has questions like I, I for me, what changed a lot of my mental framework is when I really did some studying about cortisol and how all those things dovetail into each other. Yeah. At least for my life, I'm all like you are allowing cortisol to eat your heart. No wonder you're like you can't just live with this stress. Right. And so I think a lot of us do that is we just get into a position of living with a situation. And sometimes you're like, this isn't, you know, you're going to let it get to the point that it is now completely troublesome when it's sometimes you just have to break that cycle and go and get help or at least get some advice and go, here's how I can get out of that scenario. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, for a lot of the health things that we talk about on this show, and particularly for this perimenopause, um, integrative medicine providers and naturopathic doctors do a very good job at this. Mm-hmm. They do a very good job at looking at your whole picture and then saying, okay, this is a little bit more investigating that we need to do. And then these are the things that I think that you should start that can help. And a lot of times it's not medications. Right. It can be uh, vitamins, minerals, um, different nutrients, um, herbs, you Mm -hmm. know, all of these things. So we're starting a little bit lower on the intervention scale. And so, you know, if you're listening to this and, and you're thinking, wow, yeah, I am experiencing some of these things, you can talk to your primary care provider, no doubt. But sometimes looking into like an integrative medicine provider or a naturopathic doctor, you'll get a different, more holistic um, viewpoint. And holistic, I really mean by looking at that whole person, looking at the whole picture, not just saying, oh, you're getting hot flashes. Great. We're going to give you this hormone or, oh, you're experiencing you're not sleeping. Okay, well, these are the over counters that you can try. And if they don't work, then we're going to then you can start talking about some prescription medications. Right. You know, there's lots of things that we can start lower on the intervention scale that are better for your body. Right. That might actually even work better to help you feel better. And I think having that general, you know, where do I start and have somebody that can help you down a path makes sense. Because as you mentioned on previous shows, sometimes it's going, well, let's let's look at these symptoms and then start ticking out what it might what it isn't. 
Yes. Yes. And so help is that, you know, usually that's the kind of doctor or kind of provider that can help you go. Here's what we know it isn't. And we'll start working on some other things like that. Absolutely. Okay. And, you know, I think with perimenopause, too, you know, if we go from the standpoint of, you know, really, this is an opportunity to take a little bit of a deeper dive and a look at us. Mm hmm. Um, it means sometimes then that also looking at our health picture. Okay. So, you know, there's other things that you want to investigate too along this journey. So you might want to get your hormones tested, you know, a lab test. You, it might make sense to get your thyroid checked. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it, it might make sense to get your vitamin D levels checked. Right. I only laugh because I know I talk about vitamin D on just about every one of these radio <laughs> right. shows. It comes back often. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's mm -hmm. back in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it might actually be time to look at your gut health. Right. Because our gut health will influence all of these things and how our bodies are, how our body is responding. Right. So, you know, there's there's multifactorial ways to approach this, not just kind of like what you said earlier. We're always kind of looking for that quick fix. Right. You know, in general, health is not a quick fix. Right. You know, it's going to take a little bit of work. And so um, so finding a provider that can go on that journey with you and um, and help you kind of take that look because it's not only the tests, it's not only the, the symptoms you're experiencing, you know, your providers should be talking to you about diet. Okay. Because mm -hmm. sugar makes all of this worse. Right. You know, alcohol makes all of this worse. And I'm not saying cut it out completely. Right. But wow, let's take a look at what's going on and what you're doing. Right. And how we can modulate it so that you can feel better. So we know we have multiple locations for health foundations, but if I'm in an outlying area or in a different part of town, how do I start that search to look for that kind of provider? What are the buzzwords I'm looking for? Yeah, so naturopathic doctors. So mm -hmm. the Minnesota Association of Naturopathic Physicians okay. is a great, great website to start with. Naturopathic doctors, um, they should... Um, they should be like uh, have their license by the state of Minnesota. Okay, um, and you know they can look at not only kind of that lower on their intervention scale, but then talk with you about oh, do we need to have some lab tests? Do we need to do more investigation and kind of do that whole picture. Otherwise, um, integrative medicine docs. And okay. so, again, similarly, you can Google that. Uh, there's um, an association that. Um, there's doctors listed on in your area mm -hmm. and that might be a way to start also through COVID. One of the things that has changed uh, in some aspects for the better is you are able to connect with these providers virtually. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So it might not even be something where if you can't find someone specifically in your area that you can still have those virtual visits and get started on this journey and then, you know, maybe only have to see them a few times here and there, so maybe right. a little bit longer drive. Um, but but that can help you, you know, with all of this information. And that sounds uh, similar when we were saying that it's it's good to have the right general practitioner or these things that we don't normally remember to do. We go, I see this doctor for this. I see that doctor for that. Yeah. This is another person that can help you go, here's how we put all of the pieces together. Yes. Okay. And in fact, I I find that I do that a lot with patients Okay, is they've seen or they have a lots of different providers and they're bringing in lots of different information and trying to help them synthesize all of that information. Right. And then also help for them to 
again, know what question to go back to those providers and ask if they have questions to ask to say, oh, okay, well, this is the information I learned. I've thought about it a little bit. Now I'm going to go back and ask this question. Perfect. So when we are in this journey, let's say we're, can we even say that we're midway when we don't even know how long it might take? Like, is there, is is there in a situation that we know is individualized for, for all of us, is there a way to go, here's probably where you're at or what step you're at in your journey? I don't know if we can really pinpoint that. Okay. I mean, I guess, you know, a lot of times providers will ask about your periods mm-hmm. and if they've changed and um, for how long. But, you know, even a period might change for a six months, a year, a couple years, you might notice gradual changes over several years. So I I can't necessarily say, okay, we're going to pinpoint. Right. You know, even when we do things like we test hormones, you know, we're testing hormones for that period of time and we're seeing, um, seeing what kind of that snapshot is, but who's to say that that won't continue for who knows how long. Fair enough. Or if they'll, flip on a dime right so you're right it's kind of taking a breath okay all right is there anything on that list that we're seeing that if you are experiencing this particular symptom it's a full stop don't wait go see someone right now so you know one thing that i would encourage you to do is if you are having very heavy periods okay So if you're soaking one to two large pads in an hour over the course of several hours in a day, that would be something to check in with a provider about. Okay. Um, The reason I say that is because that's, that's a, it can be a significant amount of blood loss with periods. Mm -hmm. And um, we want to make sure that you're not getting too anemic. Right. Or that there's other things that maybe we need to look at. Okay. Um, So that heavy bleeding, it's always really good to check in with a provider about Um, other things. You know, that's the first thing that comes to mind. You know, I think with the mood piece, you know, I always ask if there's big emotions, angry, anxious, sad, um, that are lasting for, you know, a significant period of time and that you're having a difficult time dealing with. Okay. You know. Don't wait if you're having a really hard time emotionally. Right. Thinking, oh, it'll go away or, oh, something will change. You know, it's always nice to check in on the early side. Right. Well, we are going to come back with some more information on uh, this perimenopause journey, courtesy of our friend, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundations. We also have time for your call. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundations, Birth Center, and Women's Health Clinic. You can also be part of the show. Call us at 651 641 1071. Dr. Amy, before we get back to uh, wrapping up on our conversation here, we do have Lori on the line. Lori, thank you very much for being part of the Health and Wealth Show. Are you in the midst of perimenopause, or what is your question? 
I'm hoping to be at the end very soon. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. My under, although thank you so much for this show because you were shedding light on a lot of symptoms I've had for, oh gosh, seven, eight, probably 10 years as I look back. So I wish I would have heard this 10 years ago. <laughs> very, very helpful information. Thanks, Lori. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So quick question for you. Um, my understanding is that uh, menopause is is the term used when you've missed your period for 12 months straight. You're not having them anymore. Sure. Um, and you can correct me if that's if that's wrong, of course. But um, I'm wondering, do the perimenopausal symptoms ever go away? Do they diminish at some point? So they can. And it's honestly it. It's different for everyone. But, you know, with perimenopause, really what's happening is those hormone levels are slowly decreasing over time. And so then there's going to be a generally a, a time then at menopause when they've gotten to that lowest point or that lowest point where we consider menopause. And so for lots of women, what you know, once you get through a certain point, they, they can decrease or go away or you've maybe made different changes that help them go away. Does that make sense? Mhm, it does. I I guess I'm thinking about things like the hot flashes and night sweats. Yeah. Are just really annoying and I'm right. really hoping they'll go away, but they've actually increased in the last year or so as I've as I haven't had a period. I'm almost to the point of being at my 12 months and the hot flashes have been worse the last 2 years. And I didn't experience experience them all at all up until that point. So I'm just wondering, are these going to be forever? Because they're awful. Generally, they aren't forever. However, okay. if it's something that's really negatively impacting you, definitely um, reach out and talk with your provider and see if there's things that you can do or maybe supplements that you can take or something that can help decrease and diminish those hot flashes. Um, mm-hmm. So for, for me and in, in our practice, we tend to start with a lot of different herb, herbs and herbal therapies um, because they're gentler. Um, but sometimes women want to start with hormones. And so it's just really having that conversation with your provider to see maybe what is best for you. Well, thank you. That's very helpful. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your journey with us, Lori. We appreciate it. I understand. That's why I started with the, well, is there a finish line? And I was disappointed in that answer, too. <laughs> Lori, I was like, oh, the finish line might keep moving. It's a difficult, yeah. difficult thing to hear. So, yeah. But, yeah but, but you are correct with that 12 months. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And yeah. go ask and see if they can do something. There might be something that you can go, oh, this is, you know, I actually have a very pleasant tea that I can have or something. Who knows? You might as well look into, look into it, Lori. And then, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. I really haven't even thought about addressing it because I was really hoping it would just go away. <laughs> yeah. And acupuncture, you know, we've, we talk sometimes a, a lot about different therapies on this show. You know, acupuncture can, is, can really help um, decrease hot flashes as well. So it's just oh, okay. another different modality to consider. Oh, that's, that's a great idea. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for sharing, Lori, and thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one other thing, to wrap up the show today, I just want to, I guess, acknowledge that sometimes perimenopause and menopause is a time that women, it can be a time to mourn. Right. You know, sometimes all of a sudden women wake up and they're in their 40s and they realize that a large part of their life is over right or you're halfway or however you think of that with your lifespan and it really t- you know a lot of times people take measure then okay well gosh 
where am I at? Yes. With careers, with families, maybe, um, maybe it's mourning babies that you haven't been able to have. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's mourning a marriage that maybe isn't fulfilling. Maybe it's mourning where you didn't think you'd be at in your career. Um, or who knows what it is, but, but I would be amiss if I didn't just put that out there. Right. Because I do hear that from women a lot. Right. And, you know, this is a time of transition and like any transition, it can feel uncomfortable. Right. And I think sometimes maybe just hearing that, you know, transitions are uncomfortable and this transition is directly happening to you. You and are it, experiencing it. And it's something that happens regardless of how well you think you're doing, how hard you tried, how all these things. It's a thing that happens regardless, just yes. because of the passage of time. And I yes. think that's difficult, too. Yes. And it's oftentimes, you know, we don't have control over time. Right. And, um, you know, our life is a storybook that unfolds. And there's no way I feel like, yes, we can be on our trajectories, we can make our decisions. But a lot of times, like if I would have, if I look back when, at my 20 year old self and even at my 30 year old self, right. And then projected what I thought my 40 year old self would be like, oftentimes our future selves are very different and we're in different places than we would ever imagine. Exactly. And that's just a part of how life unfolds. However, it doesn't mean though that those expectations of yourself and those images and all of those sorts of things don't aren't still that part of you and can still feel like a loss right right because I think there's lots of things that you go I have forever Mm -hmm. and then this is one of those trans you know we talked about how can we celebrate this but it's also one of those how do I reframe that in my brain and go I clearly do not have forever you know, I, yeah, I have to work on some things. And in our 40s, too, you know, this is a time and as we're entering into our 50s, this is a time where we're really thinking, taking stock in a lot of things. Right. And so I always appreciate with Cassandra, mm-hmm. our, you know, the, the, the host that's here yeah, when I'm from, not that I'm from Clear Step, mm-hmm. that this is the opportunity that people think about all of those wealth things as well and retirement and money and careers and endings and all those sorts of things. So. Give yourself grace. Right. Right. Yeah. So hopefully today was helpful to hear a little bit about symptoms, to hear about what to expect a little bit, ideas of who maybe to go see. Right. Um, outside of maybe your primary care provider. I know we mentioned acupuncture and herbs and nutrients. You know, there's lots of ways to address that. And then not just always only looking at hormones, looking yes. at your health picture as a whole, because right. it all plays a role. And sometimes there's other things going on that are feeding into these symptoms that you're experiencing that really need to be taken care of. Right. To get to that optimal health place. Right. And I think it's also a good time is, you know, when are you looking at those opportunities to take stock and go, what can I do now? What changes can I make? And sometimes they might be starting with something small that'll be better for your overall health. Absolutely. Right. Well, we always encourage you to uh, contact Health Foundations. Not only do you have this kind of things, but you have lots of community classes that people can be a part of. Uh, I know that you still do your, do you still do your mom's milk hour? We we do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess with COVID, we, you know, that's kind of phased out a little okay. bit. Um, we were doing it virtually mm-hmm. and, but that will, that will come back. Perfect. Likely mm-hmm. this fall. So moms or parent groups mm-hmm. and uh, milk hours and 
Uh, we do lots of classes. So. Perfect. So make sure you go to their website. It's healthfoundations.com. You can also call them at 651-895-2020. Dr. Amy, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. We appreciate you being part of the show. Next week, you can listen in. We're going to have our friends from ClearStep talking about understanding Social Security here on the Health and Wealth Show. Check us out. It's mytalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth.